BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Netflix is considering abandoning its binge drop model of releasing new television show content. That was the scary news that circulated on social media this week as people started to panic over the prospects of losing the thing that they love the most about Netflix. The ability to sit there and watch five, six, seven, eight, ten shows all in a row as soon as they drop on a Friday so that you could be totally up to speed with the new season come Saturday afternoon. Now, just like many other horrifying internet rumors, this one turns out not to be true. The origin of this rumor was a thought piece at Puck News, looking back at Reed Hastings, the founder of Netflix's book from 2020, and thinking about the implications in an environment this year where they've had declining subscribers and profits, and reconsidering possibly that model of binge drop because... If you can hang customers on week after week after week over a period of months, you ensure that they don't churn out or away to other subscription services, which is why a lot of the other services, in fact, almost all of the other services, don't do the binge drop model that Netflix does. But even if the binge drop model is not being abandoned by Netflix, it does raise an interesting question for a thought experiment. Is it better to have the series binge dropped, or is it better to have them released to us one week at a time? First, the pro-binge side. One obvious advantage of the binge drop model is that you can control how quickly or how slowly you consume it. You might not watch all 10 episodes in one sitting, but you can watch two or two and a half, and then maybe the next day you watch three, and then the next day, so over the course of three or four or five days, doing it as you please puts you in control. And if you're like me, and sometimes you have trouble remembering the plot threads over the distance between serial releases, binge-watching avoids that problem because you were just watching that episode a moment ago, and if you can't remember what happened in that episode you just watched 20 minutes ago, well, you have other issues, right? And one obvious advantage of the binge drop is that you can satisfy the cliffhanger immediately. You don't have to wait, right? Okay, so the advantages are relatively obvious. But what are the disadvantages to the binge drop model? Or perhaps I should say, what are the advantages to the serial release model? Well, one advantage of the serial model is delayed gratification. In a world that seems to be built ever more regularly around the ideal of now, 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 give it to me now, maybe it's better for humans to practice a little bit of delaying. Another benefit is that having serial release allows you to reflect on the episode and perhaps think about some of the implications in a more complicated show. Good art takes time to digest. Another benefit to the serial release is nobody binge cheats on serial releases. You can't get ahead of your spouse or your significant other four or five episodes secretly without telling them because you all only have access to the same content one week at a time. And for anybody who's ever been binge cheated on by somebody else, you know the pain, the betrayal, the horror. Maybe some couples need the help of serial releases. But this is the one that gets me the most. You remember the old days of just regular TV when things came out once a week at their allotted time? Everybody watched the shows on a Thursday or a Friday, and then what? Talked about them the next day or the next couple of days. And so you had water cooler talk, you had interaction, you had the ability for fans to share their thoughts, and even today on social media, if there's only been the sixth episode so far, then you all know what you're talking about because you're all talking about what happened last night or a couple of days ago in that show. And 
and I hate to say it this way, but there really is some value in pining for the resolution of that next show a week afterwards and thinking about what it's going to be and then having the payoff of enjoying it. But there's one last thought, and it's this. I think we enjoy shows more when we have to wait for them. It's the Olive Garden breadstick effect. Everybody knows that when you go to the Olive Garden, you get unlimited breadsticks. They're fantastic. Well, the first one is fantastic, and usually the second one is very good. But by the time you're ready for another basket of breadsticks, do you really want them that much? Oh, maybe you do, but by the third one? See, at a certain point in your breadstick consumption, you're just eating them because they're there and the server will bring you more of them every time you ask. Are you really enjoying them? Do you really love the end of the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Bowl? No, you love the beginning when it's new and you haven't been eating that for a while. And in the end, you're just finishing it because it's there. Be honest. Who's ever felt that way watching the eighth episode of a binge drop Netflix series, especially if you do it in self-defense against all of your friends who are also binge watching in self-defense to make sure that nobody can spoil it for them. So no, I'm not actively advocating that anybody change their model. I love the Netflix approach too. I'm just saying that maybe a society in which things are released once a week is actually made up of people who are enjoying the product and each other in the discussion around it more, even if Netflix isn't going in that direction. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.